<laughs> nerd. Welcome, nerds around, to Nerd and Nerder. I am your host for this week, also Nerder. I am Will, and I am here with my best friend, Karsten. Hello there. General Kenobi. What, so, what's, what's the opposite of foreshadowing? Recap? Would it be recapping? I don't. That's a good question. Yeah, I, get, I was. I was just thinking the same thing. Making a Star Wars reference. Yeah. You know, right after we did the uh, the Star Wars episode. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. See, great minds think. Yeah. Alike. Great minds do think alike. How was your day today so far? Uh, not too bad. You know, this is the fun part. That's all that matters. Getting to make a podcast of something we love to do. Yeah. Well, work work wasn't crazy or anything. Surprisingly, not. Really? Okay. That is that is surprising. How's Junie? Oh, she's she's being a butthead. We were sitting down eating dinner earlier, and she uh she loves to play this game where she grabs her food like her kibble, and runs around and basically plays catch around the entire apartment with it. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's fun. That's fun. How's Lauren? She's good. Um, just work on the grind, you know, as it is. Um, sure, absolutely. How's Hanky boy? Hanky is growling at something. I don't know what. Hank, what are you doing? <laughs> exactly. Was he afraid of the storms today? I don't know. I do not know. Um, because I don't think I don't think this area was hit by any storms today. Oh, we um, were in the gym today and looking out the window for like five minutes. It was a torrential downpour. Oh, really? No, I don't think we got anything like that. Uh, I've also been leaving him just kind of out and about in my room while I'm gone for the day rather than in the crate, and mm-hmm. he seems to be doing fine. We're kind of transitioning him from being like a crate dog to like just allowing him to be out and about. That's good. You know, throughout the day. Yeah. How old is he again? Is he almost two? He is two. He is two. He turned two okay. in July. Yeah. Okay. I can never remember when his, his birthday is. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Oh, the little hanky boy. Well, yeah, not so little hanky boy. Now, Maddie showed me the picture of when he first came home and he was standing in his food bowl. Like that was, She showed <laughs> yeah, me like that's... recently and wow. I was like, he's so cute, but he also looks so sick. But now he's so big and tough and strong and healthy. Alrighty, I guess that'll wrap up some small talk. So now time to get into the, the meat and potatoes. I have no idea what this week's about, by the way. I had some inkling about the first week. I have no idea what this week is about. Oh, believe me, I have barely an idea. Well, I know what I'm going to talk about. I'm just wondering how I'm going to continue, you know, uh, on it for a long time. Well, first, I'll ask this question. So, of course, you were a high school athlete, yes? Yeah. And you played what? Uh, I played soccer. You played soccer. That, that wasn't all four years, was it? That was... That was uh, freshman, sophomore, junior, not senior year, because I was dual enrolled. Not senior. Gotcha. Okay. Und- understood. Well, I was also a high school athlete. As you know, I played football all four years. I wrestled my freshman and sophomore year. And then my junior and senior year, I dropped uh, I dropped wrestling in favor of weightlifting and track and field. That's the big strong boy. Yeah, exactly. And to to the people who are thinking that I am some sort of runner, I'm not. Um, I threw, I threw a shot put, which if, if you don't know what that is, shot put is you basically, it's a, it's a, in high school, it's 12 a pound cast iron ball that you basically just put against your neck and you try to chuck it as long, as far as you can. And you know, that's, that's pretty much the sport and I'm fat. So that was the best sport I could do. Can I compare what I imagine shot put in my brain? I know it's like nothing like it, but basically you as being the, the athlete in the shot put, right? You are the cannon, throwing the cannonball as far at your enemies as you can. Yeah, pretty much, except there aren't really any enemies. It's just like a big old sand pit with some lines in it. That could be an enemy. You never know. It's just for the for the analogy. Maybe. Uh, so basically, I bring up high school sports because it was only a matter of time before we before one of us started talking about anime more than likely me and i wanted to kind of take this time to kind of gush and kind of convince you to watch a show that i've been holding pretty near and dear to my heart here recently i know what um, it is so it's it's yeah it's called haikyu 
yeah, to those of you who don't know, Haikyuu is a anime, of course, centered around high school volleyball and this main one person. And I've kind of given myself a challenge here in hosting a podcast about a certain anime. But I, I'm going to try to convince you to watch it so I can't spoil anything. Oh, that's a, that's, that's a tough task, honestly. That is, that is a, that is a tough task. So I'm going to, I'm going to try my best here. I'm going to try to, you know, pad, pad things on. And, and if, if need be, I'll probably talk about a few other shows that, um, I think you should watch as well. But first of all, Haikyuu, the, the, the overall premise of it is that it follows the main character, Shoyo Hinata is his name. He basically is a short little lad. When he starts the series, he's like 160 centimeters. Is, that's what they kept saying. But I don't know how, I don't know how tall that is in freedom units. Let me let me check that in out. Freedom units. Oh my god. A uh, thirty is a, a foot. Is a foot. So you said 130. So he's he's essentially he's five three. He's five three. That's pretty. That's pretty pretty short. He is pretty short, but this was like back, this was like, this was like late middle school when he first started. He does grow a little bit throughout the series, but he's still, he's only about like 165. So when he grew, he only, at uh, at this point in the series where I am, he's only still like two inches taller. But he is a short little lad, and of course, you know, throughout his years, he's of course picked on for being such. And, and then, you know, kind of walking down the streets one day, he comes across, you know, this live broadcast of a high school volleyball tournament and one of the players to this high school that he's about to go to is he's he's like five 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 six he's also one of the shortest guys on the field not the field it's volleyball <laughs> it's a court it's a court he he's also probably the shortest guy on the field but he's like i did it again <laughs> he is the shortest guy on the court field oh <laughs> well i just wanted to mess you up there and that's I, I was being an ass that's all i wanted to do no yeah you were as you always were as you always are but and this guy this guy is lighting it up and he's he's basically the best player on the court for both teams and they consider him this tiny giant so hinata the the main character he sees this as an opportunity to yeah volleyball as an opportunity to make something of himself mm. and it kind of it kind of basically goes from there. He starts playing like a small club team in his middle school, uh, and then it goes through high school where you know a lot happens. And I think just overall, as a series, as a former high school athlete myself, it gets a lot right. Yeah, I remember you tell me like talking to me about that, and yeah, I remember you saying like it represents a lot of the actual like you know I wouldn't necessarily say pressures and everything like that in high school sports, but it's really close. Yeah, absolutely. There's one scene where the main character, Hinata, it's, it happens after an important loss. And I don't think I'm spoiling anything by saying that because I was in the beginning of the show, they do lose a, a fair amount of games, but after an important loss, the main character, after the game, there's a scene where he's just kind of looking up at the screen, not the screen. I, I, I'm missing all of my words today. <laughs> He's looking up at the sky. Oh, see, see, if you would have continued with screen, I would have been like, yeah, that's fine. They're playing in a gymnasium. There's usually a screen. Yeah, but no, he's looking up at the sky. He's outside. This is after the game. Okay. And it, his memories just play back of everything he did wrong. Mm. And it, it doesn't matter everything that he did right. He just keeps thinking about this block that he missed or this point that he wasn't able to score. And I thought that that scene, that alone... That's very accurate. It's, it's super accurate. And it makes me think of like my sophomore year of high school when I played football and I was the I was the one of the main nose guards on the team and to, you know, those of you who are listening to this podcast who may not know what a nose guard is, nose guard is essentially a, a person on the defensive line whose whose main role is to just be big and take up as many bodies as possible to let your other people make the plays. So, but I wasn't I wasn't really too keen to this idea, or at least I wasn't aware of it. I thought I was supposed to get in there and make tackles, and I just wasn't good at that. I didn't know I was doing my job well. I did. I didn't know I was doing my job well at all because I was big. I was one of you know, one of the stronger dudes on the team, 
So I was holding up a lot of people and, you know, freeing up some guys to make tackles, but I didn't know that. So every time we lost a game, all I could think about is like how I was so close to this guy and I didn't get him, or I was like so close to getting the sack this one time and I didn't. So every loss, every important loss that we had, I just couldn't, I just couldn't help but think about, you know, everything I did wrong or everything I thought I did wrong, regardless of what I was doing right the entire time. And I'm sure, you know, you, you know, also being a high school athlete, you probably have some, some things like that as well. Yeah. And then it's sports, team sports are definitely, it's, it's a weird thing because like, obviously you're a team, but your individual like performance is so dependent on how that team fares and especially in like soccer because you're your own you're your own position of course but like there's 10 of you plus the goalkeeper on the field and you know with me I played I'm not gonna lie with you I played every single position on that field but goalkeeper and it was it's like if you turn the ball over that leads to a goal it's solely your fault really because and that goal can put you down and out for so long. And it's like, I remember, you know, I didn't, I wasn't the greatest. I, I like to think myself in sports is as of more of the analytical coaching side of things than the actual player side. I, I've not always been, you know, the greatest of shape or, you know, the quickest, the strongest. I've been probably middle ground, except for, you know, now I'm, I'm pretty large, but Hey, we got to all work on that grind. But, you know, I was always the analytical. I always analyzed the plays, you know, and knew what was wrong immediately. And I would always beat myself up over that. I'm sure you understand and all the other athletes listening who, you know, either are playing sports right now. And either if it's, you know, Sunday league soccer, or, you know, amateur sports, or you're actually playing college sports or high school sports. It's just, it's, uh, there's a lot of pressure and you got to deal with that pressure. And that's something that in the moment in the game, I never got that much reps of doing, which really hurt me in the end. But I can take it on the coaching side. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. There's also, I guess, another scene to kind of to kind of mention. It's 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 a little bit more on the funny side and there's a whole episode surrounding it. Um but it's later it's later in actually season four, the season that I'm in the middle of right now. So yes, I am talking about an anime that I have not seen all of. Shut <laughs> up. But I'm in the middle of season four. One of the episodes that this season is like they're in they're they're in a tournament and one guy forgets his shoes. Oh, we've all done that. We've ev- that's exactly what I thought. Everybody has done that. When it comes to, you know, tournaments like that so many people have forgotten shoes i remember like my first wrestling tournament that i went to i did not have any shoes or i I forgot my shoes so i had to cram my size 15 feet in these size 12 wrestling shoes which by the way are are already small and it 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 was so uncomfortable luckily for me i was overweight because again i was fat i still am fat i'm still i'm trying to you know say that i was no i am fat so I was overweight. The weight cap in high school wrestling is 285. I was like 290 or something like that. And um, so I couldn't wrestle anyways. I only wrestled one match. It was exhibition. And the referee was my coach at the time. So it didn't really count for anything. But no, everybody has done that where like you forget something important, especially in something as chaotic as like this big tournament is. You're going to forget something. You're going to get off rhythm in some way, shape or form. And I thought that this episode about, you know, getting bags messed up and losing shoes they got them. They eventually got them back. But I thought that it was perfect it, because, like it, every, it, like a lot of stuff like that happens during these big tournaments. It's countless. Like, yeah, you don't always know about it either. Like, like you know what you have done. You know what maybe some of your teammates done, but you don't know about how. I and I guarantee you, at least one person on every team, everywhere of all time has done something like this, regardless of how many times they try to remind themselves, regardless of how many people are there to try to make sure, you know, the coach, no matter how many times the coaches are saying, you know, hey, make sure you got everything. It happens every single time without exception. Yeah, I remember, especially like with at least the soccer in our area, games would start at 8 a.m. on the weekend. So Saturday, you'll make a two-hour drive away you know, to be there, we had to be there an hour early. So we'd get there at 7am 
and me or my brother, who we both played on the same team for a little while, realized we forgot our cleats or shin guards. Thank God most of the time they had extra shin guards and we could put them in. But cleats? No, I can count the number of times. And it's probably upwards of 9 or 10 that my dad had to go to Dick's Sporting Goods at 8 o'clock in the morning when they open, a.k.a. the start time of our game, to get me or my brother cleats. It's It was wild. It happened all the time, too. But, like, I have huge feet when it comes to, like, soccer players. I wear size, like, 12. Most of them wear, like, 10 or 9. And I'm, I have huge feet. So I'm like, I can't borrow anyone's cleats or my feet are going to hurt. And no matter what, cleats hurt already. No matter if they're new or what, they just hurt. Yeah, ab- yeah, absolutely. And same thing with wrestling shoes. Wrestling shoes are not comfortable to begin with, but in aren't they super flat on the shoe. bottom? They are super flat. They also have this really weird tread on the bottom to kind of make sure that you're not slipping on the rubber mats. Mats are weird. Uh, wrestling mat, wrestling mats are weird. Um, they come in all forms of shapes and sizes. The newer mats are thank thank goodness for newer mat design because older mats are you know they're they're two inches thick of rubber that in order to transport you separate the wrestling the wrestling mat into three sections you roll it up and each section of rubber is like 200 pounds two to three hundred pounds and you have to you know get half now it's it might be more than that because i remember like having half the team help transport a single roll and I think it might it might be just because of the shape and the length of of like these sections of mats, but it, but they were pretty heavy. No, two hundred might be pretty accurate because I remember myself and another heavyweight. As long as we got the grip right, we could get it ourselves. Right. It's all about the grip. It's it's all about the grip and the way you transport it. But mm-hmm. thank goodness, and I ju- I just dropped something. I hope I can cut that out. Um, if not, and I'm am if I can't cut it out, I'm just gonna leave this entire bit here. Um, but it, it, I'm so glad for newer mat designs now that I'm not a wrestler. Um, but of course, right. It's after you're a wrestler, but now there's like, instead of rubber, all these mats are made of dense foam, which is way lighter. And, you know, you can roll them up and they kind of, and they're, they've kind of uh, not perforated, but they are kind of shaped in a way that like makes for ease of roll. Oh, that's nice. That's another thing about rubber mats is that they're so hard to roll up. I'm sure they try to unravel themselves. Uh, yeah, exactly. You, the same half of the team that carried the thing, you would have to have all everybody, you know, together to try to roll the thing up. It, it, because you, you'd have one person on one person on each side, and then a few people in the middle to try to make to try to like tuck it in and roll and keep going. Now, once you get once you get it starting, the roll was the hardest thing. But once you get it going, I think it's a little bit easier. But starting the roll was like super tough. No one person could get it done on their own. Right, it's um, I'm I'm thinking in my head like rolling an air mattress the fir- after you get it out of the box for the first time, it never goes back the same way again. Think that, but ten times as hard. Ten oh times well, yeah, I know it's not as hard, but like, yeah, no, and it's funny because I'm just while you're talking about all this, I'm sitting over here just reminiscing about all my times playing team sports and how much fun it is. Yeah, and and that's what I. And to kind of go back into the show, that's what I really love about this show, and I and I and I want you to watch it because I think that there's going to be a lot of scenes that you resonate with. I think that there's going to be a lot of stuff that I think you you are going to really really like. The same thing, same way that I do. There have been times I'm I'm not a crier. I don't like to cry, but there have definitely been a number of times within this you know show, I've teared up a bit, like because a lot of the scenes just resonated that well, and I think. A lot of, like, there are so many good scenes. And also, it's not like a generic shonen or action anime where, like, there's a lot of fight scenes or anything. It's not like that. But the volleyball matches feel like it. They're so intense. And, you know, they're... The the pacing and the timing of it is so well done. The entirety of season three of the anime was ten episodes, and it was all dedicated to one volleyball match. Wow. And you would have never guessed because it's paced so well and it's done so well. You, it's it doesn't feel like it's dragged on. It doesn't feel like it takes too long. It's paced so well, and it you know it the action, or I guess yeah, action is you know just just done that well. And of course, it's also a really funny show. I think a lot of the characters have you know quirks and are just super cool. They're the team captain. 
of, you know, the main team that, you know, in the series. Mm-hmm. I think he's really cool. He's got some quirks to him. He's also like the team mom. I mean, he'll joke around with, you know, the other seniors on the team and, and whatnot. He's good friends to them. But like, if he says something and, and looks at you and looks at you the wrong way, everybody's scared because, because I don't know if it's never shown, but I wonder if he like follows throughs, follows through with the threats he makes every now and then, because like everybody is scared of this guy whenever he, whenever he talks to them a certain way, he is like the teen mom. We're like, Hey, straighten up and they do like to a, a, a scaring degree because they are they're all scared of him he is the captain of the of the of the volleyball team but all of the characters have their quirks and their and like there's one character his name is Tsukishima he at at the beginning of the show he was like so I didn't like him at all I thought he was kind of insufferable and whatnot but he's had some great moments and some great growth and he's starting to become one of my favorite characters he's still he's still got his moments where like you know he's back to his old self but i think for the most part i think he is getting a lot better as a character because he's it, he's just starting to learn more about the game and get better about the game that's that's nice yeah it, it definitely interests me i've heard you talk about it before and i know you mentioned there's this soccer anime out there too that you've heard is pretty good Ao Ashi, or it's A O A S H Y, or not Y, but I. Let me, yeah, let me look. Let me look at that. Ao Ashi. While you're looking that up, I do need to ask, and I'm. This might be controversial to ask for our anime listeners out there. Do you watch it in sub or dub? So I watched the first three seasons in dub, and I'm watching, and I'm watching season four in sub because that's all that's available. Which one's better? So. I don't know if there is one that's better. I think um, they're both just fine. I think the dub does do a little bit more to try to make it funny. Like one of the, one of the senior players, he's he looks like a grown man. He's got like a little facial hair on his chin. He's got a man bun. You know, the the coach of the volleyball team in the sub just calls him by his name. But in it's funny in the dub, he calls him "Hey, man bun." <laughs> That's pretty funny. So I think the dub the dub has a little bit more of that type of stuff, but as as far as white what's better, I don't think there is one that's better. And I'm going to probably say that about a lot of anime. You know, I don't think that there is one. I don't think that dub is overall better than sub. I think for most anime at least nowadays, dub and sub are going to be pretty much equal it's just depending on what it just dependent on what you prefer. I do think that there are a lot of uh, characters in a lot of anime who you know, this one character in this one anime, I guess uh, as a point of reference, I'll use uh, Dio from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 3, specifically. The dub and the sub for Dio, dub is performed by one of my personal favorite voice actors. His name is Patrick Seitz, and he does a lot of those types of characters very well because he has a great, like... A villainous voice. A villainous voice, it can be deep, it can, it's like brash, it's, he's loud, it's, it works great for those like over the top characters, uh, over the top like macho characters. And then you, I'm not so sure of the name of the voice actor for Dio in the sub, but I think Patrick Seitz does very well for Dio in the dub. I think it still doesn't come close to the, to the performance that, uh, the sub voice actor does, mainly because, Patrick Seitz, when you when you listen to that, Patrick Seitz, he's a very believable villain. He he sounds like a bad guy, you know. He sound he sounds arrogant. He sounds you know, uh, he sounds macho. He's he's loud and bombastic, and he's arrogant, and he sounds like what a villain should sound like. But when you look at the sub voice actor for Dio, I would tell you because I looked it up, but I do not know how to pronounce his name. Oh, that sounds like I need to give it a shot. I I, I want to give it a shot. I think it's Takahito Koyashu. Uh, Takahito Koyasu. Ah, it was close. Look at me go. Yeah, you were you were close. You were close. But and his voice actor for the sub, he's not super. He, I mean, he, of course, he sounds arrogant because it's Dio. He is arrogant. But not only that, he sound when you're listening to him deliver the lines, even though they are in they are in Japanese and under a uh, language that we don't know. You can still tell, like, by the way he's delivering it, that Dio's just not only sounds arrogant, he sounds insane. He sounds like, even, like, the way he spits his word across, he sounds insane and off his rocker. And I think that's how Dio was meant to be. 
Mm. Again, dubbed, it does really well. Patrick Sice does really well in portraying like a very arrogant, very bombastic Dio. But I think uh, the sub Dio, it gets it portrays better. You know how crazy he is. How a little bit of a lunatic he is, arrogant, and he's also larger than life. He, you, when he enters the screen and starts talking, he is the show. This is true. Yes, there are a lot of characters throughout all of anime that I think are better in in sub or dub de- dependent. But I think overall, if you were to look at anime by anime, me personally, I I don't think that there that any anime is just overall better in sub or dub. Just watch it based on your preference. If you prefer most anime in sub because it just feels more genuine because that's what the language was created for, by all means, go for it. If you want to watch dub because, you know, that's your language, you'll understand it better and maybe you don't want to, you know, read subtitles the entire time, then go for it. It doesn't really matter. It's all up to preference. Especially nowadays when it comes to anime voice acting, you know, so much attention to detail goes into both anyways. I, it, it, there's a lot of direction. There's a lot of quality control. Maybe back in the day, you know, in like 90s, 80s, there could have, there might have been a good amount of difference because I know back in the 80s, 70s, 80s, and 90s, that's when, that's when uh, Americans started first dubbing anime. And I think overall back then, voice acting in general wasn't really... Uh, given the same quality control as it as it does nowadays, voice acting back then was kind of like you know uh, pedestrian, I guess for lack of a better term. Be, be, you know, you, you you didn't really focus on that. You focused on what the what was on the screen, not necessarily what you were hearing. Nowadays, there's a lot of quality control when it comes to anime, so I don't think it really matters all that much. And I looked at this Owl Ashi anime a little bit. It's actually got two seasons out. I did not expect that. Oh, okay, sweet. It's got 56 episodes, and I was not expecting it to have that much. Hmm. Well, it looks like we got to get on it. There's so many animes that I need to watch. There is. There, there, there is a lot of anime. And me personally, because of Haikyuu and how much I like it, I've been wanting to start more sports animes, but at the <laughs> same time, I've also scared to. It's not going to be the same thing. That's exactly what I'm afraid of, because like it seems like... I love this anime so much. If I go to another anime that's in the same genre, I should like it just as much. Well, what if I don't? You know, what if it doesn't hit the same spots that Haikyuu does for me? Right. And so I've been scared. I've been, I have been scared to start some of these other ones. Like I know that there are some good ones. Like uh, there's one called Kuroko no Basket, which is, you know, a fairly newer anime all about basketball. And it looks really good. And a lot, I hear a lot of good things about it. But I've again, I've been scared to start it. Because I know that... Um, because of my same fear earlier. Because I don't know if it's going to hit those same spots uh, for me that Haikyuu did. Yeah, I can see that. The one thing I would be scared about is, you know, it's not going to be an accurate representation. And I wonder what this soccer one is about. I, I, I Like I said, I have no clue anything about it. Like if it's about professional or you know amateur or high school club whatever it's about i don't know but yeah it's really funny because like i was just thinking about like i remember playing club soccer here and the coaches one dread you might be surprised by this the one dread that they had was high school soccer and the kids playing high school do you have any do you want to take a guess on to why um is it something about money no, not necessarily money, but uh, what it is is basically soccer here in America, it's growing, definitely growing. And I think the World Cup at the end of this year and then in 2026 is going to help the growth of the sport in the country. But it's not very popular in the grand scheme of things. American football is definitely the most popular sport everywhere here in America. Um, I think then I, I would follow it up by basketball and then soccer. Lacrosse might even be overtaking soccer. I don't know, but baseball's also up in there. America? So it, oh yeah, lacrosse is huge right now. Um, but anyways, the reason why coaches would like refrain and don't want their kids to play is because a lot of high school soccer teams would just grab anyone who shows up for tryouts, not necessarily knowing anything about the sport or how to play. Yeah, that goes on to the coaches that they need to teach them how to play, but like. And the pressure in the moment, you could get injured. I mean, yeah, you could get injured playing normally, but 
I'd rather be injured in say like a world cup level game than playing in my backyard or in high school against random people. Here's the thing for me is I've never tried out for it. Well, I take that back. There was one time in sixth grade where I tried out for basketball, but I was not yet an athlete of any sort. Um, so I did not make it, but I think in, in high school, I've never done any tryouts for anything. I think, I think for most sports at Buholtz, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think for uh, at Buholtz being the high school that we went to, I think for most sports at Buholtz, there was no tryouts. You just joined the team. You may not play, but as long as as long as you you know paid your fair share and came to practice and whatnot, you were on the team. Uh, there was no tryouts involved. I mean, I know basketball had tryouts. Uh, we had soccer definitely for sure had tryouts. Really? Yeah, we had them every single year. And then I know cl- our club like teams also had tryouts. So like every single year, no matter where I played, I had tryouts. Well, I know club teams have tryouts. I know that much, but I've never, I didn't think Buholt sports had any, you know, had any tryout necessity. Well, what would happen basically is I'm, I don't, I don't want to go into too much detail because I'm sure a bunch of everyone knows what a, a tryout is, is, but basically a bunch of people would show up. We'd all run the same drills. Coaches would be there to watch. And then next day, maybe day after, they would post a cut down of everybody. And then we'd go back and do it again. Some Most of the time there were two to get the best team. And then they would place you based on varsity JV. Yeah, we had them both years. And then they would, of course, call people up throughout the year if they got hurt or went to the playoffs when they get a bigger roster. But yeah, no, every year I'm pretty sure we had tryouts. That's okay. I I never had to go through tryouts so that because like football, football coaches would just like grab people in the hallway like, hey, you want to play football? No tryout needed. Just like, yeah, that was what that was me. That was me. Coach Witt wanted me to play so bad. Yeah. Well, because he knows my dad from football when they went to high school uh, and he was like, I want your boys to play. And he was like, well, your boy, my boys are playing soccer. And he's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you, you know me. I'm sure a lot of people who listen to this probably don't know what I look like, but I'm a pretty broad-shouldered man. I look like I could play football based on my size. And according to Lauren, I am very, very quick for my size. And you are. For your size, you definitely are quick. Um, and I guess to go to go down the line through the other sports, I, when I joined wrestling – I joined, like, it was after JV. I was talking with some of my friends that, you know, my freshman year, we had a freshman JV and and varsity team uh, for football because we just had that that many dudes wanting to play football. And then when the freshman season ended, like, two games before JV, and then the best of those players went up to JV, and then, you know, so on and so forth. Um, but af- But this was after JV season. I did not. I did not go up to varsity, mainly because I wasn't. I wasn't strong enough to hold my own against some of the some of the players there. But it, I was talking with some of my friends who were on the freshman team, and they they had been wrestling for well for like a couple of weeks. They said, "Yeah, man. I mean, it's a good workout. It's hard as hell. Don't you know, don't don't get me wrong." Um, but then they talked me into joining, and I just walked up to Coach Panky one day, basically said, "Hey, you know, I want to try the wrestling team," and he goes, "Sure." get on the mat. And that's kind of what it was. No tryouts needed. Weightlifting was different. Weightlifting was practically just football players. They, they just took the strongest guys in the room, put a single on them and then made them lift track and field was another thing that like football season was over, wanted to find something else to do. So some guys dragged me up to the, to the field one day to throw some balls around. So I never had to go through a tryout for any of the sports I played. So I, so I just didn't think that there were any at Buholtz. Interesting. I, I swear I, I thought there were football tryouts, so that that's new. To my knowledge, I'm, yeah, I've never like like I like I said earlier, either the coaches would go to try to find a good player in the hallway, or sometimes maybe a good kid who was looking for something to do after school may come up and go to Coach Witt. We've had, uh, un, and I and I feel bad saying this, we've had some raggedy players on the football <laughs> team who never who never played a down unless we were up by sixty. Oh, wow. But they didn't have to try out. They joined the team. If they were good kids and came to practice and tried their hardest, they were on the team. No skill gap was needed. It was a nice workout, huh? Pretty pretty much. But yeah, there was there was no there was no tryout. If you if 
as long as you, I will say that if you did your time, you could come in. Like if you came during summer workouts or, you know, spring football or something, if you came during one of those things, then you'd be good to be on the football team for next year. But I don't, I, there might've been a wall to try to join the football team, like right before the fall. There was something there that like, you know, well, if you weren't at our summer workouts, I don't know if I can take you on the team. So there, that in a way might've been, um, a tryout type of thing, but even still, I wouldn't even really call it that. Yeah. I remember like, I want to say it was sophomore year. They were like, Evan, I think wanted to try out to be a kicker for football, but he couldn't make every single practice in summer. So he wasn't just, he just wasn't going to do it. Yeah, because summer workouts, my junior, actually, uh, well, the summers before my junior and senior year, they were Monday through Thursday, I think it was 8 a.m. to almost noon. And so if he was playing some summer league soccer, that would have definitely, you know, messed up with with some I I don't even think, because like the summer is like the off time as well for soccer. But, like, I'm pretty sure it was because he was, like, going on vacation. Oh, no. That was the summer he went to Chile for soccer. So, yeah, he he would have missed, like, two and a half, three weeks. He went to Chile for soccer? Yeah, man. He was scouted by a scout from Manchester United. What? Yeah. The whole team was. It was pretty cool. Yeah, he went to Chile to play, like, professional teams down there. Yeah, and they won all their games. It was a great team. I had no idea. That's awesome. It's it, Honestly, it was, I was so jealous. I, I can imagine. Yeah, and I'm sure he loves loves it, but unfortunately, the concussion god got him, or I would say concussion devil got him a couple times, and he missed school. He missed three months of school because of a concussion. That's right. He did miss a lot of school. Yeah, that was that was scary. Was it that bad of a concussion, or you know, what, did he just not follow protocol? No, he followed protocol. It was that bad of a concussion. Oh, for every Evan is my brother. For everyone wondering, <laughs> I don't know if I said that before or not, but I've but I know I referenced him as my brother and Evan. So there you go. And I guess to kind of get back on topic, I looked up Awashi and uh, a, yeah, it was A O A S H I, and I found the the synopsis. I guess okay. After a loss in his last junior high school soccer tourney, Ahime Prefecture's ace player Ashito Aoi is devastated, but in every loss, there's a victory. Tatsuya Fukuda, manager of an organization that trains students for one of the leading clubs in the J-League, sees Ashido's raw talent and offers a tryout to his group. Together, they'll bring the youth club and Aoshi's talents to new heights. Okay, so Aoshi, the main character, he's already really good. So in that way, it is different than Haikyuu. Well, because Haikyuu, this kid, Hina Toshoyo, he has never played he's he has natural ability but he sucks at volleyball and i think to this point at the at where i am you could kind of say he still does because even though he is he has like natural ability because you know he can jump high he's pretty fast and he's has he has like what they call animalistic instincts the technique part of it he sucks at volleyball he can't receive he can barely he can barely spike the ball um, not great at blocking. He kind of he's gotta have hops, though. He does have hops. He's got major hops, and, and like so, he's he <laughs> sucks. At, he sucks at volleyball, but he's athletic enough that he can still get by with the support of another player on the team who's also at this point a freshman, but is like one of the best players within, you know, I guess his prefecture, and a lot, uh, pretty much within high school. One of the best first years, at least within high school. Uh, uh, okay. But but along with his support and his athleticism, uh, they they can get by and became became a pretty good combo. You you realize what you're doing to us, right? What is that? Well, at least to me, not necessarily yourself, but you're making me. You're having you're holding this against me because it's all recorded. So now I have to go watch it, and we have to do a yeah. follow up episode. That where was we talk about everything. That was my plan. Well, your plan is successful because I'm going to go watch it and uh, shout out Emmy and Logan because they're going to be here this weekend and maybe we can get Logan to watch something with us. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you've ever, he's ever seen Haikyuu, but maybe we I don't can get him he, to watch it with has. us. Haikyuu doesn't seem like a type of show that he would watch. But he was also 
a high school athlete, so he might understand it just like we did. That is true. That is true. We might need to get him on it. Yes, and uh, Logan and then Noah will both also be guests at some point on this podcast. Yes, absolutely. There are some other nerd friends of ours who just happen to live, you know, 400 miles away. Yeah, exactly. Ish. Yeah, however long, however far away I don't know how is. long it is. <laughs> I can tell you exactly from my location. Give me two seconds. No, don't give me the time. Give me the 530 miles. Okay, I, I undershot. All right, so yeah, they yeah, they're a couple more nerd friends of ours. They just live 530 miles away from us. So we so at some exactly. point at some point they will be with us to bring on their own topics of conversation. Uh, but for now, you just get us. Yay, we're stuck with us. We're great, right? Yay! Everyone enjoy that with your ears, just like I am. <laughs> what's what's not enjoyable about it? Your voice is basically touching my brain. <laughs> I don't like that visual. I'm just imagining like a, a <laughs> I'm just imagining like a little vo- voice tentacle coming from like the driver of your headset, it, like to tickle your ear a little bit. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> you know, you know, it's not a voice tentacle. It's a vocal cord. Sorry, I had to. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's funny. That's still funny. But yeah, watch it. Watch the show. I will. Yeah, you guys too, if you care about anime. But Yeah. Uh, what's another show I've been bugging you to watch? Well, uh, you've always been bugging me to watch Dragon Ball. That's true. That's true. At this point, I don't know if I care that much if you watch it or not, because, you know, it is like super long. See what I should do? I should just go online and look for one of those like essential episode lists and just do that. That that could work. I mean, so what those lists do, they take out a lot of the filler episodes. And well, filler they cut out all the are, filler. Yeah. Right. Filler episodes being, you know, episodes that aren't really related to the story. They are basically padding to make sure that, at, at least in the case of some anime... It's padding to make sure that the uh, manga is able to get a few chapters out while while the anime is able to make you know get that material to make episodes off of. That's the case for some anime. I don't think I don't think it's the case for most anime, but at least that's what I've heard before. Is, um, is Dragon Ball the one that has like eight episodes that take place over thirty seconds in real like in the anime time? So that's an exaggeration, but yes. So there's a there's a major fight in Dragon Ball uh that takes place on this one planet and basically uh the villain is like oh we're not we, you and I both we're not getting out of here alive I can breathe in space you can't and so he basically just you know he sends an energy beam down to the center of the planet and and goes huh well, this planet's a little bit more hardy than I thought. No matter. It'll explode in five minutes anyways, based on the destruction that's going on. So, this the planet is set to be destroyed in five minutes. He and Goku still continue to fight. And I think Goku and Frieza. Frieza's the guy's name. I think, I've, and I probably should look it up to confirm. You could probably hear my dog Ace barking in the background. I've got to confirm, but I think... I'm What's pretty up, sure- Ace? I'm pretty sure Goku vs. Frieza is the longest one-on-one fight in anime history as far as, like, actual screen time. Really? Yeah. Four hours and 13 minutes. Now, not all of that, not not all of that is, you know, within that five-minute time span, but a good amount of it is. Um, so, yeah, there, a lot of, I want to say, like, at least two hours of that fight um, happen during that five minutes. <laughs> so, and there's a lot of theories as to why it, uh, it, it happens that way, as opposed to just calling it, you know, uh, bad writing on the animator's part or what or whatever. Um, I, I've heard some one theory that like, oh, F- Frieza, when he he when he said five minutes, he only meant that as like some sort of psychological warfare tactic. 
like he knew it was gonna mm. he knew it was gonna be a lot longer, but it was but he said five minutes as some sort of tactic. I'm not sure what the goal was, but that's what they said. Another f- theory I heard is that they're actually fighting at like close to this close to light speed or close or like they're fighting super super fast and like everything is slowed down so technically yes everything does fit in the span of five minutes but but they're just moving so fast that it seems then they're slowed it down it just takes the place of like two hours or however long it is interesting yeah you could look at that either way and it's never going to be confirmed so it's whatever you want to think it's yeah it's whatever it's whatever you want what you want to think I'm trying to think of other animes you want me to watch. I know Noah and Logan want me to watch uh, Love is War. They they really love that one. They showed me the first episode. Uh, I heard that was really good. We need to watch Vinland Saga. Logan showed us that when we were up there last time. That was really good. And you have so far watched more of that Love is, Love is War anime than I have. I've never seen it. But I know that they absolutely love that show. Which is... Uh, I, and that's another that's another genre of anime that I've actually never delved into. Is like the romance or like the slice of life is what it's called. I've never really delved into that genre. I've mainly stuck towards like, you know, your gener- generic, you know, show, uh, shonens and seinens and, you know, stuff, stuff like that. Not, well, what are the words? There are words for it. But I, uh, you know... I've got a word for it. Tatakai. 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 So there's there's shonen, shoujo's, seinen's. I and I don't know what all of them mean. Uh, okay. See, so sh- these are just words to me. So shonen is a term to describe anime that is mainly portrayed towards young male audiences. So that that's naruto that's dragon ball that's one piece that's those types of anime there's shoujo which is meant to be addressed towards young female audiences like uh what's it called uh sailor moon that's a shoujo okay then you have seinen's and i'm more or less kind of going off the top of my head now but i think seinen's are meant towards an older male audience so like so it's it might be something Okay, yeah, here it is. Seinen can be translated as young man in English and t- and targets the young adult or adult male viewers. So, examples of that may be One Punch Man. That's another anime that I think you should see. It's effing f- hilarious. Was, is, is that the longest, like, running one? No, no. It's only, two, it's only two seasons. Both of them are only, like, 20 episodes each. It's two seasons. Oh, I'm thinking of One Piece. One Piece, Yes, that one is super, super long. I've never started it. At this point, I might never start it because I'm just scared of, you know, uh, not finishing it. I've heard that one is very wild. One Punch Man is hilarious, though, because the whole concept is like this dude. The whole thing takes place in like this, I guess, futuristic world where like monsters uh, inhabit the earth and cause havoc towards humans. And like there's a... There's a hero system, and this guy decides, you know what? I'm gonna try to be. I'm gonna try to be a hero for fun. You know, I'm unemployed, or, or I don't know if he has a job or not. But he basically decides, like, I'm just gonna be a hero. So he decides he's a normal dude, right? He for a year or or how I think yeah, it's I think it's a year. He does a hundred push-ups, a hundred sit-ups, a hundred squats, and he runs for ten kilometers a day. Uh, he eats three square meals a day, and he and he does not, you know, turn on the AC or the heater throughout the entire year, which you know is 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 a pretty difficult regimen. But it's but it's you know no more than like an intense strength training workout. Over the span of the year, by doing this, at the end of the year, he becomes the world's strongest man, and he is called one. The anime is called One Punch Man, because any enemy, no matter how big or strong. He defeats in one punch. <laughs> that just seems like it would get boring. It, and, and and that's that's another part of it too, is like he's just so bored he has not found anybody that is able to give him any sort of challenge or any fun. And but that's and that's another part of the show. And it's it, the show is just hilarious. And I, I think that's another show that you should watch. I'll have to watch it. Well, I think that can more or less wrap it up. I I came into this uh, podcast with like an intention of a topic, but it just kind of went all over the rails. But I think overall, it'll it'll make for a pretty decent podcast episode. Do you have any closing statements or anything else you want to talk about before we close it off? 
thank you everyone who has listened honestly from the bottom of at least my heart i don't know about his i'm sure he's the same way but but thank you thank you thank you honestly we've been putting this off for years now because we honestly couldn't come up with a proper title and how we're gonna do it and we finally figured it out and Honestly, I know it's not very many of you, but to even see that some of you will take the time out of your days and listen to us just talk about our nerdy stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. And, you know, same here. And and thank you to, you know, our friends who have helped us out with this. And, you know, Lauren's girlfriend, uh, Lauren, who, you know, made our cover art for us. Uh, incredibly talented artist. We want to shout her out uh, at a well, You know, her socials better than I do. So you go ahead and shout her out. You also said Lauren's girlfriend, Lauren, I guess I'm I said Lauren. Lauren's no, you're, you're Karsten. Sorry. Yeah. Karsten's girlfriend, Lauren. <laughs> um, but yeah, go ahead. And um, sh- yeah. Shout so out her, let me pull up her Instagram. It is, I believe it is at Lammy art, which is L A M. B Y underscore A R T TikTok I believe also is under the same name. Nope, TikTok is at L A U R L A M B. She is just honestly so amazing, and our cover art is so so cool. It is it is really cool. I'm happy I'm happy with it, and I know Karsten is, and I and you know and thank you to thank you to you know a lot of other people who are supporting us through this and who are. I guess, you know, just kind of, uh, just like a lot of our friends who are spamming that five-star review to kind of help us get this, you know, podcast out to some places and some people. Uh, yes, just, thank you. Yeah, we're really just helpful, you know, to to them. Shout out to, I, at least I want to give a shout out to the listeners who I know. So we have Lauren here. She's obviously listening. She listened with Emma, Emmy up in North Carolina with Noah Logan, people just around everywhere following us from your TikTok, from my social media Thank you so much for for listening to us for I, this one might be a little bit longer, but 30 to an hour of your day. It honestly means a lot. Yes. And again, thank you to my sister, Sonny, and uh, my coworker, Damien. What's good? Thank you. Thank you for listening and, and the support. And thank you to everybody for for listening. You know, if you could, you know, if you haven't done so already. Please consider giving us a rating and, you know, giving us some feedback. We do have an email that you can, you know, email some feedback or even some questions to us. That email is nerdandnerderpodcast at gmail.com. So that is N-E-R-D-A-N-D-N-E-R-D-E-R-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Boom. First time again. Two weeks in a row. Let's go. I'm going to make that a thing. I'm going to make that a thing. I'm going to spell it. I'm going to spell it at the end of every episode, even if I don't even if I don't get it wrong. I'm, I'm going to be an expert at spelling that, <laughs> uh, you know, and I pretty much already am. N-E-R-D-A-N-D-N-E-R-D-E-R-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Yeah, I, at this at this point, that'll be at this point. That'll be the, the, the thing I'm the best at. Like, um, I, w- <laughs> I won't be good at anything else except spelling because of you know just that little bit there yeah see talking we can both get a little bit better at but spelling you're going to be the best at you're going to get a gold star buddy a gold star wow (laughs) oh and uh also i i think uh correct me if i'm wrong by emailing maybe page i think you're also listening thank you page yeah thank you once again to our lovely listeners catch us uh next week you know, sometime seems like sometime on Saturdays is when we'll end up uploading this thing. If not, then then on Sundays. It, it's kind of a rant. It's it is. It'll be sometime on Saturday when we upload this thing. And for it's not very consistent, but at the very least, it will be up by you know beginning of day Sunday. So you can so you can listen to it on Sunday if need be. Uh, we will be back um, next week for another topic where Karsten will be nerder and will bring on uh, his topic. But yeah. Thank you so much once again, and stay nerdy, my friends.